When I first laid my eyes on you I knew fate had made one too This much I know is true When I first laid my eyes on you I knew love brought life renewed This much I know is true Love and fate will save us And we will always be enough And now that we're together We will never be apart Romeo and Juliet Lovers till the very end I stand beside you, my best friend Act 4 On Thursday, sir? <laughs> the time is very short. My father Capulet will have it so, and I am nothing slow to slack his haste. <laughs> you say you do not know the lady's mind. Uneven is the course. I like it not. Immoderately she weeps for Tybalt's death, and therefore have I little talked of love, for Venus smiles not in a house of tears. Now, sir, her father counts it dangerous that she doth give her sorrow so much sway, and in his wisdom hastes our marriage to stop the inundation of her tears, which, too much minded by herself alone, may be put from her by society. Now, do you know the reason of this haste? <laughs> uh, would I knew not why it should be slow then. Uh, look, sir, here comes the lady towards my cell. Happily met my lady and my wife. That may be, sir, when I may be a wife. That may be, must be, love, on Thursday next. <laughs> what must be, shall be. Well, that's a certain text. <laughs> Come you to make confession to this father? To answer that, I should confess to you. Do not deny to him that you love me. I will confess to you that I love him. Uh, so will ye, I am sure that you love me. If I do so, it will be of more price, being spoke behind your back than to your face. Poor soul, thy face is much abused with tears. The tears have got small victory by that, for it was bad enough before their spite. Thou wrongst it more than tears with that report. That is no slander, sir, which is a truth. And what I spake, I spake it to my face. Thy face is mine. And thou hast slandered it. <gasps> it may be so, for it is not mine own. Are you at leisure, Holy Father, now, or shall I come up to you at evening mass? My leisure serves me, pensive daughter, now. My lord, we must entreat the time alone. God shield I should disturb devotion. Juliet, on Thursday early will I rouse ye. Till then, adieu, and keep this holy kiss.
shut the door. And when thou hast done so, come weep with me. Past hope, past cure, past help. Ah, Juliet, I already know thy grief. It strains me past the compass of my wits. I hear thou must, and nothing may prorogue it, on Thursday next be married to this county. Tell me not, fire, that thou hearst of this, unless thou tell me how I may prevent it. If in thy wisdom thou canst give no help, do thou but call my resolution wise, and with this knife I'll help it presently. God joined my heart in Romeo's. Thou art hands, and ere this hand, by thee to Romeo sealed, shall be the label to another deed. Or my true heart with treacherous revolt turn to another, this shall slay them both. Therefore, out of thy long-experienced time, give me some present counsel, or behold, twixt my extremes and me this bloody knife shall play the umpire, arbitrating that which the commission of thy years and art could to no issue of true honor bring. Be not so long to speak. I long to die if what thou speakest speak not of remedy. Old daughter, I do spy a kind of hope which craves as desperate an execution as is that desperate which we would prevent. If, rather than to marry County Paris, thou hast the strength of will to slay thyself, then it is likely thou wilt undertake a thing like death to chide away this shame that copest with death himself to escape from it. And if thou darest, I'll give thee remedy. Oh, bid me leap rather than marry Paris from off the battlements of yonder tower, or walk in thievish ways, or bid me lurk where serpents are. Chain me with roaring bears, or shut me nightly in a charnel house, or covered quite with dead man's rattling bones, with reeky shanks and yellow chapless skulls. Or bid me go into a new-made grave and hide me with a dead man in a shroud. Things that, to hear them told, have made me tremble. And I will do it without fear or doubt, to live an unstained wife to my sweet love. Hold that. Go home, be merry, give consent to marry Paris. Wednesday is tomorrow. Tomorrow night, look that thou lie alone. Let not thy nurse lie with thee in thy chamber. Take thou this vial, being then in bed, and this distilled liquor drink thou off. When presently through all thy veins shall run a cold and drowsy humor, for no pulse shall keep his native progress but surcease. No warmth, no breath shall testify thou livest. The roses in thy lips and cheeks shall fade to paley ashes. Thy eyes' windows fall like death when he shuts up the day of life. Each part, deprived of supple government, shall, stiff and dark and cold, appear like death. And in this borrowed likeness of shrunk death, thou shalt continue two and forty hours, and then awake as from a pleasant sleep. Now, when the bridegroom in the morning comes to rouse thee from thy bed, there art thou, wait for it, dead. (laughs) Then, as the manner of our country is, in thy best robes uncovered on the bier shalt thou be borne to that same ancient vault where all the kindred of the Capulets lie. In the meantime, against thou shalt awake, shall Romeo by my letters know our drift. And hither shall he come, and he and I will watch thy waking, and that very night shall Romeo bear thee hence to Mantua. 
and this shall free thee from this present shame. Da -da -da. If no inconstant toy nor womanish fear abate thy valor in the acting it. Give me, give me, oh, tell not me of fear. Hold, hold, get you gone. Be strong and prosperous in this resolve. I'll send a friar with speed to Mantua with my letters to thy lord. Love give me strength, and strength shall help afford. Farewell, dear father. Whoa! I need a doormat. <laughs> so many guests invite us here, our writ. Sirrah, go hire me twenty cunning cooks. You shall have none ill, sir, for I'll try if they can lick their fingers. <laughs> <laughs> How canst thou try them so? Mary, sir, tis an ill cook that cannot lick his own fingers. Therefore, he that cannot lick his fingers goes not with me. <laughs> go, be gone. We shall be much unfurnished for this time. What, is my daughter gone to Friar Lawrence? Hi, forsooth. Well, he may have chance to do some good on her. A peevish, self-willed harlotry it is. Oh, see where she comes from shrift with merry look. How now, my headstrong? Where have you been gadding? Where I have learned me to repent the sin of disobedient opposition to you and your behests, and am enjoined by Holy Lawrence to fall prostrate here and beg your pardon. Pardon, I beseech you. Henceforward, I am ever ruled by you. Send for the county. Go tell him of this. I'll have this not knit up tomorrow morning. I met the youthful lord at Lord's cell, and gave him what becomes love I might, not step o'er the bounds of modesty. Why, I'm glad on it. This is well. Stand up. This is as it should be. Let me see the county. Hey, Mary, go. I say and fetch him hither. Now afore God, this holy reverend friar, our whole city is much bound to him. Nurse, will you go with me into my closet to help me sort such needful ornaments as you think fit to furnish me tomorrow? No, not till Thursday. There is time enough. Go, nurse, go with her. We'll to church tomorrow. Hmm, we shall be short in our provision. Tis now near night. Tush, I will stir about and all things shall be well, I warrant thee, wife. Go thou to Juliet, help to deck up her. I'll not to bed tonight. Let me alone, I'll play the housewife for this once. What ho, they are all forth. Well, I will walk myself to County Paris to prepare him up against tomorrow. My heart is wondrous light since this same wayward girl is so reclaimed. Those attires are best. But, gentle nurse, I pray thee, leave me to myself tonight. For I have need of many orisons to move the heavens to smile upon my state, which, while thou know'st, is cross and full of sin. What are you busy? How? Need you my help? No, madam. We have called such necessaries as are behoveful for our state tomorrow. So, please you... Let me now be left alone, and let the nurse this night sit up with you, for I am sure you have your hands full all in this so sudden business. Good night. Get thee to bed and rest, 
for thou hast need. Farewell! God knows when we shall meet again. I have a faint cold fear thrills through my veins that almost freezes up the heat of life. I'll call them back again to comfort me. Nurse! What should she do here? My dismal scene I needs must act alone. Come, Vile. What if this mixture do not work at all? Shall I be married then tomorrow morning? No, no, this shall forbid it. Lie thou there. What if it be a poison, which the friar subtly hath ministered to have me dead, lest in this marriage he should be dishonored because he had married me before to Romeo? I fear it is, and yet, methinks it should not, for he has still been tried a holy man. How if, when I am laid into the tomb, I wake before the time that Romeo come to redeem me? There's a fearful point. Shall I not then be stifled in the vault, to whose foul mouth no healthsome air breathes in, and there die shingle ere my Romeo comes? Or, if I live, is not very like, the horrible conceit of death and night, together with the terror of the place, as in a vault, an ancient receptacle where for these many hundred years the bones of all my buried ancestors are packed, where bloody Tybalt, yet but green in earth, lies festering in a shroud, where, as they say, at some hours in the night spirits resort. Alack, alack, is it not like that I, so early waking, what with loathsome smells and shrieks like mandrakes torn out of the earth that living mortals hearing them run mad? Oh, if I wake, shall I not be distraught, environed with all these hideous fears, and madly play with my forefather's joints? <laughs> <laughs> and pluck the mangled dibble from his shroud, and... In this rage, with some great kinsman's bone, as with a club, dash out my desperate brains? Oh, look! Methinks I see my cousin's ghost seeking out Romeo, that did spit his body upon a rapier's point. Stay, Tybalt! <laughs> Stay, Romeo! I come. This do I drink to thee. Hold. Take these keys and fetch more spices, nurse. They call for dates and quinces in the pastry. Come, stir, stir, stir. The second cock hath crowed. The curfew bell hath rung. Tis three o'clock. Look to the baked meats, good Angelica. Spare not for the cost. Go, you hot queen. Go, get you to bed. Faith, you'll be sick tomorrow for this night's watching. No, not a whit. What, I have watched there now all night for lesser cause and ne'er been sick. Aye, you have been a mouse hunt in your time, but I will watch you from such watching now. A jealous hood, a jealous hood. Now, fellow, what's there? Things for the cook, sir. But I know not what. Make haste, make haste. Sirrah, fetch dryer logs. Call Peter, he will show thee where they are. I have a head, sir, that will find out logs and never trouble Peter for the matter. <laughs> Mass and well said, a merry horse son, ha! Thou shall be loggerhead. Shalt be. <laughs> Good faith, tis day. The county will be here with music straight, for so he said he would. I hear him near. 
Nurse, wife. What ho? What nurse, I say? Go awaken Juliet. Go and trim her up. I'll go and chat with Paris. Hi, make haste, make haste. The bridegroom, he has come already. Make haste, I say. Mistress, what mistress? Juliet! Fast, I warned her, she. Why, lamb, why, lady? Fie, you slug a bed. Why, love, I say. Madam, sweetheart, why, bride. What, not a word? You take your pennyworths now. Sleep for a week, for the next night I warrant the county Paris hath set up his rest, that you shall rest but little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God forgive me. Varian and then, how sound is she asleep? I must needs wake her. Madam, madam, madam! I let the county take you in your bed. He'll fright you up, if faith, will it not be? What, dressed? And in your clothes? And down again? I must needs wake you. Lady, lady, lady! Alas, alas! Help, help! My lady's done! Oh, well a day that ever I was born! Some aquavite, ho! Oh, my lord, my lady! What noise is here? Oh, oh, lamentable day! Oh. What is the matter? Oh. Look, look! Oh, heavy day! Oh, me, my child! Oh, my only life revive! Look up or I will die with thee! Help! Help! Oh. For shame, bring Juliet forth! Her lord has come! <laughs> She's dead! Deceased! She's dead! Alack the day! Alack the day! She's dead! She's dead! Ha! Let me see her! Out, alas! She's cold. Her blood is settled, and her joints are stiff. Life and these lips have long been separated. Death lies on her like an untimely frost upon the sweetest flower of all the field. <laughs> oh, lamentable day! Oh, woeful time. <laughs> Death that had taken her heads to make me wail ties up my tongue. It will not let me speak. <laughs> Come, is the bride ready to go to church? Ready to go, but never to return. O oh, son, night before thy wedding day hath death lain with thy wife. There she lies, flower as she was, deflowered by him. Death is my son-in-law, death is my heir, my daughter he hath wedded. I will die and leave him all, life living. All is deaths. Have I thought long to see this morning's face, and doth it give me such a sight as this? A cursed, unhappy, wretched, hateful day! 
most miserable hour the airtime saw the lasting labor of this pilgrimage. Little one, poor one, one poor and loving child. But one thing to rejoice in solace and, and cruel death had catched it from my sight. Oh, woe! Oh, woeful, woeful, woeful day! Most lamentable day! Most woeful day that ever, ever I did yet behold! Oh, day! Oh, day! Oh, day! Oh, hateful day! Never was seen so black a day as this! Oh, woeful day! Oh, woeful day! Beguiled, divorced, wronged, spited, slain, most detestable death by thee beguiled, by cruel, cruel, thee quite overthrown. Oh, love, oh, life, <laughs> not life, but love in death. Despised, distressed, hated, martyred, killed. Uncomfortable time, why camest thou now to murder, murder our solemnity? Oh, child, oh, child, my soul, and not my child. Dead art thou, alack, my child is dead, and with my child my joys are buried. Peace, who, for shame! Confusion's cure lives not in these confusions. Heaven and yourself had part in this fair maid. Now heaven hath all, and all the better is it for the maid. Your part in her you could not keep from death, but heaven keeps his part in eternal life. The most you sought was her promotion, for twas your heaven she should be advanced. And weep ye now, seeing she's advanced above the clouds as high as heaven itself. Oh, in this love, you love your child so ill that you run mad, seeing that she is well. She's not well married that lives married long, but she's best married that dies married young. Dry up your tears and stick your rosemary on this fair course. And as the custom is, in all her best array, bear her to church. For though fond nature bids us in lament, yet nature's tears are reason's merriment. All things that we ordained festival turn from their office to black funeral, our instruments to melancholy bells, our wedding cheer to a sad burial feast, our solemn hymns to sullen dirges change, our bridal flowers serve for a buried corpse, and all things change them to the contrary. Sir, go you in, and madam go with him, and go, Sir Paris. Every one prepare to follow this fair course unto her grave. The heavens do lower upon you for some ill. Move them no more by crossing their high will. Faith, we may put up our pipes and be gone. Honest good fellows, ah, put up, put up, for well you know this is a pitiful case. I, by my troth, the case may be amended. Musicians, oh musicians, heart's ease, heart's ease, oh, and you will have me live, play heart's ease. Why heart's ease? Oh, musicians, because my heart itself plays, my heart is full of woe. Oh, play me some merry dump to comfort me. Oh, not a dump, we. Uh, Tis no time to, to, to play now. You will not, then? No. I will then give it to you soundly. Uh, what what, uh, what will you give us? 
No money on my face, but the Gleek. I will give you the minstrel. Then I will give you the serving creature. <laughs> then I will lay the serving creature's dagger on your pate. I will carry no crotchets. I'll re you. I'll thaw you. Do you note me? And you ray us and fars. You note us. Pray you. Put up your dagger and put out your wit. Then have at you with my wit. I will dry beat you with an iron wit and put up my iron dagger. Answer me like men. <clears throat> when griving grief the heart doth wound and doleful dumbs the mind oppress, then music with her silver sound. Why silver sound? Why music with her silver sound? What say you, Simon Catling? Mary, sir, because silver hath a sweet sound. Pretty. What say you, Hugh Rebeck? I say silver sound, because musicians sound for silver. Pretty too. What say you, James Soundpost? Faith, I know not what to say. Oh, I cry you mercy, you are the singer! I will say for you, it is music with her silver sound, because musicians have no gold for sounding. Then music with her silver sound with speed. What a pestilent knave this is. <laughs> Hang him, Jack. Come, we'll in here. Tarry for the mourners and stay dinner. The Pendon Shakespeare, also known as the Wild Bill Variety Show. Romeo and Juliet, The Sitka, Act 4. Featuring the voice talents of Randy Strew as Capulet, Olivia Steele as Juliet, Dave Morgan as Friar Lawrence, Hannah Jenk Gundell as The Nurse, Christopher Gilstrap as Paris, Rachel Wallace as Lady Capulet, Aiden Rudd as Peter, Christopher Gilstrap as The First Musician, Mindy Rast Keenan as the second servant, Susan Evans as the second musician, Eric Valdez as the first servant, and Landon Bell as the DJ. Written by William Shakespeare. Adapted for audio by Landon Bell. Directed by Landon Bell. Assistant Director Sven Halverson. Music by Jonathan Colton of jonathancolton.com. Romeo and Juliet the sitcom theme. Written and composed by Landon Bell of soundcloud.com slash Landon Bell. L-A-N-D-O-N-B-E-A-L-L. Vocals by M. Sierra Garcia and Finn M.K. Song editing by Finn M.K. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2016, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.
next time on the series finale of Romeo and Juliet, the sitcom. A legendary love meets an immovable object. Just like a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> News from Verona. How now, Balthazar? Dost thou not bring me letters from the friar? How doth my lady? Is my father well? How fares my Juliet? That I ask again, for nothing can be ill if she be well. Then she is well, and nothing can be ill. Her body sleeps in Capel's monument, and her immortal part with angels lives. Is it even so? Then I defy you, stars. Holy from Friskin' Friar! <laughs> oh, comfortable Friar, where's my lord? I do remember well where I should be, and there I am. Where's my Romeo? The boy gives warning something doth approach. What cursed foot wanders this way tonight to cross my obsequies and true love's right? What with a torch, muffle me night awhile. While Bill Shakespeare's hit comedy concludes with Romeo and Juliet, the sitcom, Act 5, part of the Wild Bill Variety Show. You're gonna love my cameo. Wink. Listen or catch up anytime on desktop or mobile at pendantaudio.com. And follow me on Twitter at The Wild Bill Show. I still can't believe it's over. <laughs>